Has anyone actually Virginia. seen Benjamin Button? Have you seen Benjamin Button? No, I've only ever heard yeah. a reference. You've seen it? Of course. You've never seen Benjamin Button? Button? You're, You're the only person movie. I know that's ever seen that movie. It's because he is Benjamin Button. <laughs> it's a memoir. It's a good movie. I've heard it. I mean, it's like not incredible, is but it it's a pretty good, good movie. Benjamin Benjamin Button. It's not good. <laughs> Benjamin? That's bad. Button. It's like a... Hey, hey play, with me. Play, play with me a little bit. Benjamin Brutton. Breton? Bre- Brutton. Bre- Bre- Bretton. Bread Pit. Starring, Starring Bread Pit. Wait, we're, we've lost... Is it... Are we still... Is it... It's Brad Pitt in that movie, right? Yes. What? He's Benjamin Button? Yeah. I didn't know Benjamin Button was hot. Hey everyone, and welcome to Bookends with Friends. This is your co-host Parker Moon, your co-host Brett Urban. Daddy's here, Daniel Phillips. <laughs> oh no, <laughs> we're a book club podcast where we go Where's over mommy? one book a month, uh, every month. And <laughs> this matter. month we are doing "They Both Die at the End" by Adam Silvera. Um, and yeah, let's. Uh, <laughs> I'm glad we're here, except for what Daniel said. Um, happy to be here. Happy to be here. I'm happy to be recording with you guys. It feels like it's been a long time, even though it's only been a week. It's only been a week. Long week. Uh, long week. Not long. Yeah, I guess so. Actually, yeah, because I was sick all week. Uh, thanks, Daniel. Not my fault. Not your fault. Um, well, you guys want to jump into short stories? Yeah. Let's do it. Who's kicking us off? Okay, I'll kick it off. Alright. You know, you, you, kiss, you kiss Parker one time when you're sick, and all of a sudden it's your fault that <laughs> you're sick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You give him a quick, quick little kiss, and it's your fault. Um, I'll go first. My short story is something that uh, um, I never thought would happen, but here we are, and it has happened. Um, one of my favorite things in the world was remastered, and my wife and I got to enjoy it this weekend for the first time. But we watched the remastered 4K extended editions of. Lord of the Rings. Oh, nice. Over the weekend. We watched Fellowship. We're going to watch Two Towers this weekend. Nice. Um, so when my wife and I started dating, she had never seen Lord of the Rings. And I told her that to continue dating, I would like it if she would watch Lord of the Rings. And she had no interest at all. She made fun of it a lot. And then um, cried big old tears when the trilogy ended because she loved it so much and so lord of the rings has become a big like a, a big movie for us we watch it pretty much every year and i've never it, not known nicole to not be like obsessively in love with aragorn yeah so, like that's weird yeah to, she yeah yeah that's yes. why you grew your hair out right yeah that's why i have a beard and i have <laughs> big old sword yeah, you're covered right in now. like plate mail and in, armor. I'm and... covered in dirt. It's yeah. not cosplay anymore. No, not anymore. I, I am Aragorn, son of Arathorn. Um, but uh, they were remastered, and Peter Jackson did some like behind the scenes of the remaster, and he said they put um, 10,000 hours of color correction and re-sound design into the wow. remastery of it. And like, when was this remaster done? Uh, the end of last year. Like, oh, really? few, like oh, six okay. months ago. Wow. Um, How did those horse hooves sound? Man? Oh my God. I did show Brett a scene <laughs> of the Nazgul walking up to Frodo and they like remastered the horse hoof noise. And I, I would be lying if I said it, it felt like I was watching the movie for the first time again. Like wow, it was cool. so amazing. And like, I cannot wait to watch 
Return of the King. Because I guarantee you cry twice every single time I watch that how, movie. How was Tom Bombadil? <laughs> not there. Oh, uh, not no, the remaster? They didn't finally put no, in the, mis- the what everyone was wanting was Tom Bombadil? No, there's no Bombadil. But okay. uh, I can't wait to continue my journey through Middle Earth um, with my remastered 4K edition of Lord of the Rings. There and back again. There and back again and again and again and, and again. again. And again and again. I've watched it like 50 times. Oh, that's lovely. Yeah. Cool. They're not short. It's yeah. like 12 hours content every year we watch. So I'll go. Go ahead. Um, mine's going to be short because this week I was sick and I didn't really think of anything this week. Um, but I did play some chess. <laughs> <laughs> and, you okay. know, it's shocking that I'm bringing this up even because I really shouldn't. Um, not after today. But anyways, a uh, little bit of backstory. Um, Daniel, uh, who you might know from this podcast, hey, Daniel. Hey, that's me. Uh, we played some chess online using a uh, an online browser called LiChess, L-I-C-H-E-S-S dot com. Um, and it's free and it's fun and it's got all these like tips and you can play with your friends and it's great and it like keeps the record and you have like a score generated and everything. And I hadn't played chess in a long time. Um, I used to play on my grandfather's set like back when I was a kid, but I really like didn't do a lot of chess playing in my life and then me and daniel played daniel and i played um uh together for the first time like last week it was like last week yeah like at the end of the week like you could have done the short story last week when it was at a high yes didn't which is good for me and well you're giving it a little bit <laughs> but, I, but i won our first game and i yes. felt amazing like i felt like this you know like i just great wonderful like at life colors were more vibrant, life was better. Dan's a grandmaster in it, chess. It felt bad because I have been playing a good bit of chess, and you told me you had not played in yeah, basically food, like 15 food years. Food tastes better. Oh Music God. sounded sweeter. God, I hate you. Um, and it was a good time. And then and then we played chess today, uh, the day of this recording, and Daniel beat me in what I think was five moves. Five moves. So that was pretty uh, 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 humbling and uh, has reinvigorated my desire to... Uh, to learn how to be good at chess. We're one-to-one. We, we are one-to-one. And I honestly, I don't know if I should play you again after that absolute, like, whooping that you put on me. The old, the old scholar's mate. Yeah. Okay, whatever that means. Anyways, all that to be said. Got him. Chess is a great game. Who, who would have known? Who would have thought? And, um, yeah, that's that's it for me. Chess is fun. Brett, what's your short story? Um, I also lost to Daniel in chess. That's not my short story. Oh, I just want yeah. to throw that out there. Yeah, Daniel's good at chess. Don't be baited into playing him, I'm listeners. Not. It's a I'm bad. Not. I heard, I heard Carson, just bad. Carson's up on you right now, and you. I'm right up now. on her. Oh, okay. Three two. Okay, three two. Okay. Wow, bragging much? Yes. <laughs> yes, definitely, hundred percent. So the first part is I wanted to continue the Wikipedia series. <gasps> oh, I was going nice. to ask about that. Um, just super quick because I do have a longer one, but. Uh, something that happened today in history was the Watergate scandal happened. Oh, that's fun. On June 17th, 1972. Love that. And then... Nixon's a crook, right? That's yes, the, yeah. That was, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, and then uh, the birth was Will Forte. That's Will wow. Forte. Oh, look at that. One of the best wow. SNL cast members of all time. Last, so, last birth on earth. There it is. Yeah. yeah. So happy birthday, Will Forte. I know you're a listener. Happy so, birthday! <laughs> so my real one is, uh, I started watching a new show a couple weeks ago. I know Dan and, 
his wife, Nicole, have watched it. I don't know if Parker and Maddie have. But this this show, um, I was just going to break it down a little bit. Just imagine, and I'm I'm kind of taking from how Parker introduced his the uh, the Stormlight Archives a couple weeks ago. Is it that so big of a deal? I'm gonna no, it's not that big of a deal. It's not anywhere close. I was about to say, that. what is the show that I'm missing? It's not anywhere close to that. But I just thought I would intro it similar to how you did. Ah. So I just wanted to give credit. Mm. Um, so you're in the north of England. And you go through a small village, and then you go to an estate. Just imagine you go to an estate on the outside of this village, on the outskirts of this village. And when you get to this estate, you're welcomed by uh, (laughs) Robert Crawley, Lord Grantham. God! (laughs) Lady Grantham. I am all about you two surprising me with my things that I enjoy. (laughs) His three daughters, Sybil, Barry, and Edith. God! The whole staff, Mr. Bates and Anna. Go on, Tom this is, this is Thomas, um, who we hate. This is uh, uh, that British show that everyone loved. Down Navi. Down Navi. Yeah. Down Navi is Navi. so good. Uh, yeah, no, Welcome we to Down Navi. I'm halfway through season two. <laughs> don't, you, don't you like it? Maddie and I, I like it. It kind of hooks you. Yeah. Right? And I have not yet made it to Man, it Navi. grabs you. I was just like, I saw it. It came up on Netflix and it was like, new episodes. And I was yeah, like. they put it back on Netflix. I know how big it was. <laughs> so I was like, show. I'll just watch it. Yeah. And so I was like, okay. And I, you know, once you get hooked to character, once you get attached yeah. to characters, you're like, you start rooting for them and you get more and more into the show. Yeah. So it's like I'm sitting there watching it on my own, like cheering for certain characters, <laughs> hating other characters. Yeah. Like, how do you feel uh, about uh, about Mister Pamuk? Oh God, that's so that's the, <laughs> if you watch the Netflix scroll or whatever, you know how they do a scroll for each yeah. like thing you go across. That's how their starts is like. <laughs> that's like episode two or three. Yeah, it was really early. Of season one is there's this random guy. His name's Mister Pamuk, and that's like how about Mister Pamuk is like the first thing they show in the Netflix scroll. Mm. But there's a, it's a really wild episode with Mr. Pamuk. So you're just every time you see it, you're reminded of what happened in that episode. This is your new homework. You you two have to surprise you every week. Surprise me every with week something with that something you like. that I enjoy that you have not yet yet enjoyed. Yeah. Okay. So it's it's great. <laughs> like there's it's characters good. that I there's characters I love. There's characters How that I hate. How spontaneous are you feeling right now? Uh, what do you mean? Spontaneous? Why? Give me your best, because I, I know you're great at them. Give me your best British. No, accent. I can't do that. <laughs> no, come on, come on. Hit him with a Mr. Pamuk. Yeah, come on. No, no, just like say a line from the show. <laughs> the mom's voice kind of gets under my skin. Oh my god, her voice is so like it's wild. It's so like it's unique. It's like it's Shit's so Creek kind of wild. But yeah, it's like, like it's, it's, it's not it's because to she's be. supposed to be American. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So heavy with the breath. I can't do. I can't do her voice. Her voice it's is crazy. wild. Mr. Bates. I'm is my trying favorite. to think. I, think I love you, Mr. Bates. You've got the best British accent. I don't. It'll have to be. <laughs> I can't do. Okay. All right. You're not. How about a random one? I'm not feeling a random one throughout the episode. I'll do a random. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Good. I'll, I'll, that'll that'll but, be even better. It'd be like a surprise. Yeah, just Sprinkled okay. in. So, but yeah. So there's characters. It's some of the people like. um one of the guys, his name's Matthew Crawley. Yeah. He was the beast He's in the beast Beauty and the Beast Disney movie. movie. In the live action yeah. Disney. Yeah. yeah. Like, that's, yeah. that's pretty big. It's like the same exact yeah. character. Yeah. <laughs> so I was just like, okay. And then most of them, like, I, I know they're, like, all huge UK stars. Yeah. Like, one of them was in Game of Thrones. Mm-hmm. Obviously, freaking the Dowager Countess herself. Yeah. 
is Dame Maggie Smith, aka Professor McGonagall from oh, nice. from Harry Potter. She's oh, great. Fun so, yeah. future fact about this episode. That's not going to be the last time we mention Professor McGonagall. Okay. So get ready for that. Okay. Well, that's another surprise sprinkled in. Yeah. But yeah, so well, Downton Abbey. Before we get into that, I do have um, a, another surprise. Uh, well, not another surprise. A quick book talk uh, shout out update. Because we haven't, I haven't shouted oh, out yeah. anyone on book talk in a while. Um, but there's still been some really good interaction there and uh, just some nice people that I've met that I want to promote and, and give uh, props to their stuff. So uh, at Book Rush, um, it's actually two creators, uh, but they, they like share an account and, and they've been interacting and, and have been a lot of fun to talk to on BookTok. Uh, so go look up their stuff and go support them. Um, and then... Uh, do Dowerty or I don't know if I'm saying that right, but it's Dowerty. Dil- yeah, D- uh, Dylan is another. I mean, I knew yeah. his name from it, but yeah. So another good uh, f- a friend of the Book Talk podcast, podcast Book Talk, um, and then all as always, read with Chloe, um, who's been keeping up and who's sent us in some some fun notes for today's episode. So yeah. thank you guys, thank you all, uh, Book Talk, we really appreciate fans it. and friends. We love you. Um, yeah, go go give. Parker ideas for um for art to release <laughs> book talk doodles. Uh yeah, we'll see if we keep up that series. <laughs> um, I think they're good. I enjoy it. Um cool. Well let's uh get into recap. Who's doing the recap? That's oh, you, that would guy. Be, that would be you. Wait, what? Yeah. Oh, did you not let's prepared? all do I can do it. No. Let's pop You recap. know what? For for part four, can we all Recap a different character. Sure. Whoa. Like one person do Rufus, one do Mateo, and then one do all the side characters. That's okay. That's fine. Are, <laughs> I'm okay. trying to make this really complicated. I call God. Okay, dance God. <laughs> do you think I, God's gonna make an appearance? Yes. Oh, nice. I call Arnold Schwarzenegger. Oh. Why? What? He's. Oh. You don't think they're gonna have to get to a chopper? Oh, oh. I don't know. Ooh. We can cut that out. <laughs> <laughs> No, we have to leave it. So, <sighs> recap. Um, we start. They decide to um, skip the travel arena. I don't know if we talked about the travel arena yet, but it's a place where normal people can go and Deckers can go, where you can travel around the world, and it's like a Decker experience. Obviously, you can't travel around the world Big with one Epcot day left. Vibes. Yeah. Yeah. Big Epcot vibes. Yeah. So they decide to skip that for now because it's like busy hours. They instead, let me look at my notes. Uh, From what I'm seeing, Mateo starts off by, you know, they talk about dating. Mateo admits he's never dated. Um, He talks to Rufus about Amy. Um, They go to a bookstore. They find postcards. Mateo is a great idea to send postcards to all their Friends and family. Past like, crushes. Yeah, everybody yeah. just, obviously, it's not going to make a difference now, so they might as well just send out a bunch of them so they get postcards. It's a sweet idea. Mm-hmm. Um, Ruf- and Rufus loves how, like, he's basically seeing Mateo grow through this, and he yeah. just loves, like, yeah. watching. And he he remarks several times that he loves being able to spend this time with yeah. someone who shouldn't have to die. Yeah, and he's so, he's finally coming out of his shell. This is right. like Mateo's blossoming. Is, right. Rufus is Mateo's number one fan. Right, exactly. So they go over to the river. Well, along the way, on actually on the way over to the river, 
after the bookstore, they they run into this guy whose name I believe is and they they bump into a boxer. It's Vin. Yeah, I'm, it is Vin. Yeah, it Vin. is Vin. So sorry about that. They walk in this. They bump into this guy named Vin. It's funny how they cross paths. Like they talk about Rufus like walking in the bike lane with his bike, and yeah. he's like, "Oh, I know I shouldn't." And they bump into a guy, and then like the next chapter is this guy who. It was the one that bumped into him. Right, it gives he, both perspectives. He, yeah. He's interlinking perspectives for yeah. chapters now. Yeah. He got the death call, but he's an angry guy because his whole career got taken away from him. He actually has, I believe it's implied that he has multiple sclerosis. Mm-hmm. So he's uh, like a professional fighter. So he can't do that anymore. He's decided he's going to go out with a literal bang. And so he goes to his old gym and he brings a bomb with him, which comes in later because... First, Mateo has Rufus have a, like a goodbye with his family. Mm-hmm. They didn't crash at that part of the Hudson, but he said, you know, it is the Hudson still. Maybe that'll help. So he has a goodbye. He he kind of walks through the accident and how his family made sure he got out. Right. That's and, where and Rufus all, Rufus grieves. Yeah, he, he has he a lot of guilt. For, yeah, and, yeah, and lets yeah. It, he lets it all out kind because of like a big explosion. yeah, he feels guilty that like, and he's like upset that. No one else fought for their, like, his three family members yeah. got him out, yeah. got him free, and didn't fight for their own lives. They just accepted mm-hmm. right then and there that they are going to drown, which is uh, obviously must have been a really traumatizing situation to go through. So this pro fighter walks by, takes a uh, gym bag with the bomb in it. He also short shortcut in back to Delilah, who is the, like, gossip columnist who yeah. is going to get a story with that new with the writer who got a death cast yeah. she was at the same bookstore or going to it and so she kind of intersects too when it, so mateo and rufus are walking away from the the river mm-hmm. and they go by obviously the gym explosion they're both knocked down they turn out both to be okay but also i believe you're supposed to assume they describe somebody in the explosion i think they describe what delilah was described as looking at like right, I think you're supposed to assume that Delilah died I, I in mean, the I mean, explosion. I don't. Think I think so. I missed that. Am I wrong? I don't think so. I mean, it, I, if I they just did, they didn't go back to her. If they did, they I missed that. I I didn't think that she died Maybe. in the okay. explosion. I just took it as them saying a dead body, but I I, I thought they explained missed. somebody with. Maybe I was wrong, but That's I thought cool I saw something where yeah. Maybe, if they, if they, they did, you caught it, and I didn't. But. Maybe they didn't, but I just but yeah. So <laughs> the explosion goes off. They're okay. Rufus kind of hurt his leg a little bit. Um, but then he's all kind of obviously like yeah. they were just with their traumatized experience. Right. It shakes him out of their like good, perfect right. day. Right. And so he says he wants to ride his bike. Mateo refuses. They kind of have an argument. He finally convinces Mateo to jump on because he's like, dude, I got to ride. Like, this is my thing. Yeah. So they ride for a while. All along the way, you know, they're talking about Mateo enjoys like holding on to him. Like they're getting closer. Yeah. Obviously. There's a lot of like flirtatious tension. And in both yes. of their perspectives, um, throughout the chapters, there's right. like mention and hints of them ha- like starting to develop deeper feelings. Right. But then they haven't right. like uh, like announced right. that. Right. Which is it's it's kind of funny. Rufus mentions it several times because Rufus is obviously more experienced more in bold. this. Yeah. And he's also more bold. And he also is more like he knows what's like like how he can tell how Mateo's feeling yeah. and then Mateo's kind of like feeling out the situation. He's but, looking at my boy Teo's pretty beautiful brown yeah, eyes. Yeah, he mentions his eyes. Um, and at one point they're on the swings and Mateo, they're talking about like, um, I think it was things that 
uh, what did they talk about in the swings? It was like things that they wanted to to do together. It was like their yeah. perfect day or something like that. Uh, yeah. It's like an imagined like friendship. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And so, and Rufus can kind of tell like he's trying to lead, yeah. like lead into like them being closer. And he's like, he makes a comment. He's like, I'm not gonna. Right, I know I, what he wants, but I'm not. I'm gonna let him have this moment because he's never had this moment, right, which like is so needs, sweet. He needs in to its be bold. Way. He yeah. needs yeah. to be the one to step. He's like, up he's and... like, I want him to have this yeah. like initiation moment, and so he can tell. So eventually he, Mateo calls Lydia. She's upset with him, but they decide to meet up at the travel arena. Yep. They meet up. She smacks him, obviously in a loving way. Yeah, very loving. Like yeah. she, she's just mad at him that he didn't tell her and that he ran off and blocked yeah. her. And so they agree to like, he's like, I wanted you to be here and spend this time. Like we want to travel the world together and it's really sweet because Lydia's like, you were supposed to be there to basically be like a father figure for right. Penny as well. Right. And so they have a really heartfelt moment. So they go in. He describes the travel arena. It's basically like similar to Epcot. Basically, you go through different rooms. It's like a world fair. But it's yeah. it's obviously seems like it's in a more f- futuristic, futuristic, like yeah, yeah. super cool way. And it yeah. seems like a super gigantic place too. Yeah, it must be massive. Because they have like massive rooms for each place. And they all have their own like climates and stuff like 100, that. 100 bucks a ticket. Yeah, that's better be solid. big. So they go do that. I think I missed a part where they go into the subway and there's a little they the play game. the travel yeah, game, the yeah. traveler game, where they try and come up with everybody's stories. Stories, and yeah. then they come up with their own. And yeah. Rufus is kind of leaning on them a little bit. And so and they also leave a notebook, which another Decker who was yeah, originally was talking to yeah, yeah, who was originally talking to Mateo, but found another last friend. They find the book and you assume they're going to read through it and mm-hmm. see kind of there. Right. So they do the travel arena. They jump off a rainforest, jump into water thing together, like a, like a rock. rock jump yeah. together. All three of them. Mateo notes how they, like, they all undress and Mateo or Rufus knows how they all undress. Mateo's like nervous to look, look his way. Yeah, and that and it's a good uh, change of pace because Rufus, you know, dealing with what he did with his family, like he doesn't right. do bodies of water, and yeah. so Mateo was actually the one being bold and like encouraging leading, him, right, and leading Mateo or right. Rufus to you know actually make the jump, right. and make the jump with Lydia. So right. yeah, it was a sweet. And they 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 hold hands underwater and they mm. float up to the top, holding hands, and they're just all excited and it's great. So then they decide to go to this club called Clint's Graveyard mm-hmm. because he finally broke Mateo out of his shell. He's like, all right, well, now let's go do what you wanted to do before and let's go like hang out at a club and dance. Sorry about that. Lydia seems uh, on board with it, even though she's nervous with all like a bunch of Deckers being in the same place at the same time. Yeah. So they decide to do that. And all along, Rufus is still posting on Instagram. Well, at the same time, you find out you meet more of Peck's gang. Right. One of them is like another like knockout king. Like there's two guys in his group that are both like like hardcore guys. And you can tell they mentioned that Peck is only kept around because he has access to a gun. Right. And his name's Peck because he's so weak. Yeah. So. I did like how it said like Peck's role is like he's really good at like kicking someone in the yeah. head yeah. if they're like or they're down, down yeah. on right. the ground yeah. like, right. which just makes Peck seem even worse like right. he's, Peck he's, sucks yeah, yeah. yeah so so and they, they he mentioned Peck's whole thing is like he wants to kill him to have self-respect and get the respect of his right so Peck's out for blood he yeah. wants and to he kill also, Rufus yeah now. he also sees that Amy has been comment, commenting on all his Instagram posts yeah, and he's right. really jealous so that's where that and so he sees that they're going to Clint's graveyard 
it leaves off with that, yeah. but you assume they're going to go there. And another thing along the way, Rufus gives up his bike to a guy yeah, yeah, in yeah. the park. Yeah. Pale dude. Who says, you know, he can't afford one. So Rufus right. has, he kind of gives yeah. up that, which is really sweet. Um, you also meet a cop. Oh, Malcolm and Tago got yeah, out. Yeah, so the Plutos get out and they're going to meet They're going to meet the him there too. And that's how, yeah. that's how uh, Peck figures out. Like the end of this is pretty suspenseful, obviously, right, because... Yeah. I mean, it sets up what we think will be the climax because right. Peck is coming to the location where Rufus is and where the Plut- the Plutos are going to be and where, you know, it's kind of all coalescing towards that, right. that bar, which is ominously named the graveyard. Yeah. So. And he also, one last thing they mentioned, this banger app or this thing called banger, which is yeah, yeah, yeah. where it's people really try and like hurt themselves in the most extreme ways so their families can earn money and so that's the officer that let malcolm tego go that's his goal to stop it because his partner was killed yeah like deckers it's deckers who kill themselves quote unquote going out on a bang and they do it for internet views right and then they get like money for it's a really sick thing but it's also a cool way of like another immersive thing expanding the universe cool which that actually leads into discussion really well because the first question i have for you guys um is so far death cast do we think it's a moral net good like net gain for for this world for this like in this world do right. we think it's a net gain or do we think it's bad do we think that there's good and bad from it like what are y'all's thoughts on it it's a, it's one million percent bad i would also say bad i, I don't think there's any think good from it there's moments like mateo and rufus that you see that are like good mm-hmm. but you also i'd like to think that stuff like that obviously that stuff happens in our world without that but like you would hope that something like that would still happen regardless of death cast yeah but there seems like there's so much like negative stuff and there's like seems to be a lot of like like the travel arena seems really sweet and there's you can see that there's good in it but also there's it seems like there's probably a lot of corporate greed around it as well Well, so that like i I wonder and i I don't think he has time or at least i mean we have one more part of the book but i don't think they'll go too far yeah right there's so much question i have about like the corporation side of it and how like so many businesses have popped up like the travel arena but then again there there is you know i think a case to be made that there's a lot of good that comes from right. like the last friend app and like the, I mean he had the chapter of like the other girl like that right. was a one off chapter well, yeah. and her good experience and yeah. then you you even had the chapter of like the girl who was going to kill herself the make then, a moment the, the make a moment right boy, yeah they, they did like a them. flashback yeah but, but she saw Mateo and Rufus right. living their life and she decided to not and she decided yeah. that life was worth living and there there's there's it's a weird. Uh, concept because obviously there's like clear bads that come yeah, from it. Yeah. Uh, like, and the 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 biggest one in this chapter, I, or or these chapters, I was thinking of was the guy who decides, oh, I got the call and I'm dealing yeah. with this thing. Now I'm right. going to kill a lot of other people. Like that to me the, yeah. seems paradoxical almost because like he wouldn't have done that exactly. If the, so, so I actually sorry I'm uh, spiraling with faults, but I did have a. A paradox that I wanted to okay. I, I wanna I wanna like pitch it to Adam because I wanna know his thoughts on it. And he I, I think they like kind of tried to toy with it with uh the girl from Make a Moment who was mm. gonna kill herself. But what if someone said that I am going to kill myself if Death Cast does not call? And they were set to that, mm-hmm. and so if they didn't get the call. Then they would kill themselves. But if they did get the call, then they would. Do you, do you see what I'm saying? Like oh, that yeah. well, with itself all... is a paradox because well, like 
Yeah. I mean, that's that's the stuff I've been thinking about this they, entire book yeah. when reading it. Which may like, be obviously like, like I don't want to get too down the rabbit right. hole of like picking at the because it's well, it's a really cool concept, but it is it makes you wonder like well, there's there is people like clearly there's people that died in like the bomb blast that didn't. There's people that die that don't get a death death. No, cast I, assume, I assume the people, all the people in that bomb blast from Van got a death, did get yeah. a death call. Yeah, I was too. thinking that people can die even if they didn't. No, well, so I that, that's what I wonder. I, I wonder. I think people die without getting the. I was if wondering like, if they were gonna answer that because they've even mentioned a couple times like, oh, being around a decker could like lead to right. Me. Exactly. But that's why. Well. The thing is why I don't think so is because they made it sound like you, it, they know, but it could just be like you're around them and you could be like gravely injured but still live from it or something like that. Because in, in, in yeah. uh yeah, that's why they mentioned it. It's like because he says it to Rufus says it to his friend. He's like, I don't want to be around you. Like, what if you like literally get burned or something because right. you're hanging out with me right. on my death day. Like you could get severely injured but not die. I mean Rufus almost did yeah. but like that so that I don't know there's a lot of interesting questions about it. Um, they, they say it again in these chapters about Lydia ending up in a coma with like Mateo's dad. Yeah. Like what if that happened to yeah. her because they were like hanging out together. Yeah. yeah. Um, and and a little shout out to uh at Read with Chloe from from Book Talk because she did send in some reader mail um and her thoughts on the book. And the thing that she said that I thought was very uh well said and succinct was that it, it feels a lot like a extended Black Mirror episode. Yeah. yeah which like especially like these chapters and especially all the stuff about like how it permeates the the uh culture with like the the good you know in quotes or, or questionable good yeah. that it provides and then also all this like sick stuff or or just like or, i mean it kind of reminds me of like even the internet in a way of like it's a grand power that we didn't have before that we do have now and it could be used for good things, but then also, like, you see all this bad stuff blossom right. from it, like yeah. the banger stuff, and then, yeah. like, the Necro yeah. app, and I mean, yeah. and people who exploit it, and stuff like that. So, I don't know. It's just an interesting thought. I wanted to hear y'all's opinions oh, yeah. on it. I, that's why I think it's bad. Just, like, all of the people in the world that get a death call, and then they're like, I now, for a day, have zero consequences for any of my actions. And, like, I think that just leads to a lot of bad... <laughs> A lot of bad things. Yeah, but then I mean, I think it's net bad, but there's good within it, right? Because yeah, in, in the yeah. same way, like they, like uh, there was a the part when they were at the um, uh, the travel arena where they made a large donation of right. Mateo made like a large donation of right. money to make sure it and keeps going. there was like a blurb about like they're they're used to Deckers giving like being really free with yeah, their money, yeah. and I think that's a sweet thing because like people realize like hey, you can't take it with you, and like there is a good thing like you're not going to be stingy if you know that like you're right. on death's door which like i guess is a you know silver lining but right. I, yeah. I don't know i just think that there it's an it's an interesting dialogue and maybe yeah. that was the, yeah. the whole point you know pro that's probably a good you know a big point of yeah. why he wrote what he wrote yeah. but um i think that's what i think there's it's it's like overall i think we like i think people have obviously been the one to corrupt it yeah. like obviously i think at its core it's not necessarily like a bad thing yeah. but i think people have taken it and corrupted it and distorted it yeah. into into a bad thing and there's obviously yeah there's still good in people's 
Yeah, it helps people like donate and stuff like that. So they're yeah. still really good things. It's interesting because I feel like, uh, and maybe this is the success behind the book, but Adam Silvera wrote a novel that feels like it could be this like grand like sci-fi conspiracy thing behind Deathcast, right? And like with how like well it's fleshed out, yeah. but then it's more of a slice of life of these two right. characters living in this like big like yeah. different sci-fi world with this big sci-fi corporation thing going on. But we might not get the answers to it because yeah. this isn't that story, which well, is interesting. I, I definitely think I, I have the same thought. I think because that's what my my theory or our theories at the beginning were like, OK, are, are they going to find out that like there's a corporation behind Deathcast? Right, right, like, right. Are they going to like storm in? And right. Fight? And um, it's like there's some kind of fraud behind it. But like obviously there's only like 50 pages left so they probably won't do it but it is interesting he could probably do so much more if with the universe to. with like yeah. an additional like anthology of, of a different part of the universe do yeah. you think um do you think there's a world where they both don't die at the end or do you think they 100 percent are going to die at the end you mean like do you think this like is there a chance like, that by the they, end of the- they keep mentioning like they want to cheat the death cast like yeah they, they I think it'll they'll eventually accept I, it. I don't think I think they I, I think they both are gonna yeah. die, but I would be very into it if like they were like the first the two that cheated yeah. the death cast. Yeah, you know, there's a there's a like hopeless right. romantic optimist part of me gonna, that's I, like I want them to live and live full lives, but then also I think that like the story the that's not right, the point of the book. Right. right. And the story is so much about like reading it you know from an audience perspective of like reminding you of the significance of death and yeah. like how death is like inescapable and tragic but also like how much uh that you know is the opposite side of the coin to life yeah. and how we should appreciate life and how much you can how much more you can appreciate life when you have you know death as like on right. more on top of the mind as opposed to just like avoiding it like we do I feel like in our culture so I don't know I mean I, I don't know I, I really I'm excited to see yeah. if he decided to go the way of making them the exception I think I would love it if he didn't which I don't think is going to happen I neither. Uh, I think I'm still going to really like the ending but uh, that'll be for part 4 cool Cool. well just one last quickie question for you guys um, before we get to author's note if we were assembled like a team like Pex Avengers, mm-hmm. you know, that he's assembling, you know, these like big the adrenaline, goon squad. the goon squad to go, you know, kill people. What would we be able to accomplish, the three of us? Probably killing Rufus. <laughs> Stupid. No. <laughs> no, are you kidding me? Oh my gosh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, that sounds right. It makes sense. Uh, um, I try to ask a question. You know, this was a goofy question to begin with, and then you come up with. I mean, a good answer. He messed with Peck. Like, oh, do you mean in this world? You don't mess with like Peck. In the- yeah, like if someone were to be like, like what would. If someone was assembling a team and they're like, man, I need to accomplish like X task. And I, th- I'm, I'm oh, getting a God. team together. I need Daniel Parker and Brett for this. Like they're the God, only three. It would be some completely like worthless. Doesn't matter at all. Oh yes, yeah, making yeah. a successful podcast. Oh <laughs> <That one laughs> no, that one would be. <laughs> no, that one is obviously out the door. We're too late there. Um, man, I don't know what it would be. Um, I feel like it would be something along the lines. Uh, of like I think it would be like one person's like wow I need to put together a a team to play 
this four player board game. Yeah. What three people could I call? Yeah, I think that I think it's something as lame as that, right? Like yeah. they like someone needs what two, three, three other people as backups. Yeah. Three, three other people who aren't that intelligent yeah. to play board games with. Uh-huh. We gotcha. We gotcha. We're assembling on the spot. What's our name? We have Pex Avengers. Do we have a gun? No. <laughs> um no. Parker, I don't understand the Are question. we Parker's Avengers? Um yeah, but what Avengers. what would we avenge? What would we do? You're a yeah, chess lock. I, I think this was I think this was really a question. <laughs> Playing chess. I, I wanted to you know, God, I can't play chess. We're now. avenging Parker's chess loss. I really wanted to just like uh ask you guys, are we good at anything? I think I'm a- I think a- I'm above average at a good bit of Are we gonna have an ex- yeah. existential crisis on the podcast? Yeah, I think so air? right now. I don't think I'm great at anything. I think I'm above average at you're great many at, things. You're that are great dumb. at being above average at many things. I think I think if someone needed some really like soft, non-aggressive support for a hard day, they would come to us three. That's honestly a good answer. I think I right, I feel like that's probably the that's best we could answer. offer. Our hours are nine to five. Yeah. If yeah. you're if you're having Only a hard day and you need <laughs> some very soft, thing. non-aggressive, like we're not gonna confront you with any hard truths. Yeah. That's off the table. We're too passive aggressive for that. We're here to listen. We're here to listen. Maybe make dumb jokes because we're also a little intimidated by um uh, Bad vibes. Yeah. <laughs> what, uh, oh, I mean, what's the word I'm thinking of? The we avoid conflict. Conflict. Oh, sorry. <laughs> yeah. we, we don't have con- yeah. No, no I'm just. I'm gonna, okay. Well, that's good. I just wanted to dog on us a little yeah. bit, but it was good goofs. Good. Cool. We're um, open. Come, come and visit our shop. Nine to five. That's p.m. to a.m. Yeah. On Sundays uh, yeah. I feel like we're night owls. If you need someone to like make SpongeBob references, oh, we're like good at only references. within the like first three seasons. Uh, we're good I at can, big weld references. I can hit you with some references. Street sharks. Anybody um, remember street sharks? I remember that one. No one does. I remember. Um, speaking of references, I have some Harry Potter references for you all from what? our author's note. What? Oh, that's um, oh nice. And I promise I won't talk about his jawline this episode. You Thank did. you. Um, Butter in detail. I will talk about it in detail. Toast it up. Um, so Adam Silvera posted a YouTube video uh, on his channel mm-hmm. to us. The, nope, Adam, that's so sweet. Not, not about us. Wish it, well, Shout wish out to our podcast. It would actually be cool if he did post about us on the topic it of said, don't this. listen to this podcast <laughs> on the topic of the YouTube video. So he posted a video. Uh, with two of his friends, I think they were both authors as well. Um, I don't, I'm not sure what their names are, were though. Um, uh, Kiss, Mary, Kill, uh, Harry Potter edition. So he has a full like 15 minute video because um, he's a big Harry Potter fan apparently. Kiss Dame Maggie Smith, Professor McGonagall. So obviously he they have. Oh, that's why you said that would come back up. Okay. He has multiple lists um, that they go through, and it, he kind of like segments characters. And so first off, don't put me on spot we have like this. Harry, Hermione, Ron. This one's obvious. Wait, hang on, hang on, hang on. Time out. Before, are we playing the game that Adam played, or are we listening to Adam's answers? You're listening to Adam's answers to Kiss, Mary, Kill, Harry Potter edition. Okay, I should answer. So so I'm answering what I think Adam would answer. Sure. So I think this one should be everyone's answer, which is to say, Mary, Hermione, kiss Harry, kill Ron. That's 100%. Of course you're going to kill Ron. Yeah. Easy. That's that's everyone's answer. That should be... Everyone's answer. That one's pretty solid. Then what about Mr. Pamuk? Mr. Pamuk. There's your British. We move nice. on. <laughs> uh, we, was ready for it. we have uh, Voldemort. Okay. Bellatrix. Uh-huh. Lucius. Oh. 
Oh, so. uh, man. Lucius is like a Nazi bitch. Wait, so. yeah, kill him instantly. I but also like, kind of a dilf. No, wait, who's yeah, the first so he one? does have... Voldemort. Oh, God. I mean, he he's like... The, dang it. He's, the, he's an actual, like, like uh, Hitler-esque type. So I guess kill Voldemort. Marry Bellatrix. Kiss, kiss Lucius... Only because of his hair, mm-hmm. Melly, Be- <laughs> Melly, Mary, 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 because it'd be freaky. I know. That's I was about to say it. Be- I, that's what I say. Freaky. That's, okay. That's okay. The, um, he he offered fun. the answer of kill Voldemort. Good on that. Mm-hmm. Married Lucius. Oh. Kiss Bellatrix. Mm. He, he was all about kissing Bellatrix. Lucius is the worst, though. Yeah, he's Lucius like my least favorite. Sucks. Guy. In a world where hair. Voldemort exists, we're about Lucius to get, is my least favorite. We're about favorite to get actor. a little complicated. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're about to get a little complicated. Okay, yeah, yeah. Hagrid. Uh huh. Mary. Dumbledore. Mary. Okay. McGonagall. Mary. This one isn't that hard for me. Okay, hit me up. Um, I, I mean, so so this is this one might be a little more controversial. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna kill Dumbledore. Okay. Uh, he <laughs> is a questionable character, in my opinion. Okay. Um, I'm gonna marry Hagrid, marry Hagrid, Hagrid because unlimited fun and right. and, and raw. He's such a sweetheart. He's such a sweetheart. Yeah, okay. such a sweetheart. He will freaking and then, take care of you. Are you kidding me? You. It was McGonagall, right? Yeah, yeah. Kiss McGonagall. She's such a sweetie. Right. I'd give her a kiss. All right, so we've got she's a dame um, from Adam Silvera. We got Kiss McGonagall. Big, she's been knighted. Big switch here. He's gonna kill Hagrid. Yikes! He's with the quote. Hagrid's never done it for me, so he's gonna kill him, <laughs> oh, which I thought Adam. was very funny. And he's yeah. gonna marry Dumbledore. Uh, last one, and then we'll we'll, we'll close it out. Um, <laughs> this is this one's really funny to me that they added this character into um, this group. So we have Luna and Neville, okay. which are like they go together. Yeah, really yeah well. obviously. I love and Luna. Like, love good. Uh, if you're making me pick a third here, you would like, pick Jenny. You. you that's what I would. I guess. mean, they're the silver trio. It's, that's what it's Luna, Neville, Colin Creevy. Colin Creevy. <laughs> oh. He gets um, he's he gets petrified. I guess right? kill Colin because I care I mean, the least about him. Like, just that's, hey, petrify Colin again. Yeah. Petrify Colin again. <laughs> I mean, honestly, yeah. I like I don't care about him. Um, I man, this is tough. I though. I do love I they're. I love Luna so much, but I also like. I mean, Neville, Neville is the, one of the most beautiful he invented, people. He invented the phrase "long bottoming." Like that's <laughs> that terminology came from like someone who you like was like kind of a goofy looking person yeah. to becoming so unbelievably He's attractive so, that it, like you break so the mold. Yep. So long. <sighs> it's so hard because I'm also just like so. Like charmed by how cute I lo- I and love, wonderful Luna is. I love is. Luna's voice. Yeah. She's so sweet. So yeah, so soft. And I just love like I like her story that she was she was yeah. such a big Harry Potter fan that she got in the movies. All right, make your um, decision. And then her dad tells a story. Of Choose. Luna. Okay, Jeffrey I'm Hallows. I'm I'm marrying um I'm marrying Neville and and killing or er, and kissing Luna. Oh kissing. Are, Are you the same, Brad? I do even say. Are you the same? I mean, so my my only thought is maybe maybe Luna gets a little. <laughs> Maybe she gets a little much sometimes, and I feel like Neville would treat you right. Neville's gonna treat he you right would. every yeah, day of the he week. He would. So you're oh, yeah, Neville. I'll go with. I like Neville right. more than I like Harry. Here I we go. It. Yeah, uh, I'm just gonna go right into it because it's hilarious. Adam Silvera says, and this is an exact quote that I wrote down on my phone: "Kill Neville." You're Neville, a monster. Neville, is, I love your writing, but you're a monster. Neville is hot. Neville is great. But like Colin probably has never been kissed. 
And I would, <laughs> and I would like to be his first. Oh, Wait, okay. Do you ever see Colin again right, after the second movie? That's sweet. I mean, he's, he's, been he's in chilling the in the Quidditch, yeah. Quidditch matches. He's gonna kiss Colin. He's gonna marry Luna. Okay. Wait, gonna... okay, wait, but Neville's been through. He was the most harassed yeah. and made fun of character yeah, in the first, like, five and books. And kill me. Adam Silvera is going to literally kill Neville so he can give Colin his first kiss. Yeah, it's, it's very is, sweet. It's it very makes sweet. perfect sense that someone that would say that would write a book with Mateo and Rufus right. as the main right. character. It's, it's very sweet, but also, like, Neville also has been there. And mm-hmm. and he's had like he had it uh, arguably got, ju- I mean just as bad torture. as Harry he was, yeah. he was literally like the hair like he's supposed to be the it. other chosen one too bad you're dying oh man you're he gonna kills, get, well, you, I don't we don't want to spiral yeah we don't want to spiral into Harry Potter talk maybe that'll be for another so, day uh, but there was wait, overall out of all of those great yeah I thought it was a fun find out of all of those so good choices good choices Adam I agree with you on most of these kiss Mary kill out of all of those kiss Mary kill out of all of those kill Voldemort. Um, yeah. Marry Hermione, uh, kill or k- marry Hermione, kill Voldemort, <laughs> kiss. Um, I'd probably Hagrid? say probably probably Bellatrix. I'd probably yeah. say because yeah. it's pretty. I know yeah. Bellatrix is still no, in the running. No, I'd say okay. I'm saying I'm saying kiss Hermione, marry Neville because I still think Neville treats you right. Yeah, Neville treats you right every day of the week, and Hermione probably. Also a great pick for marriage. Hermione deserves better than me. That's that's I'm it. Put that that's out it. there. That's it. That Brett she got deserves it. so much better Brett than me. Brett got it me. because Hermione's like on a pedestal of like too great. Yeah, but she like if we're talking marries, who I deserve, it's me and Ron. That she marries Ron. <laughs> yeah, I mean that's a that's a big. I know that's a big point of contention. Right, we're spiraling here, yeah, but there's our other also now. yeah. There's plenty of reasons um, why J.K. Rowling could be criticized, <laughs> and, and that is one yeah. of them. Um, yeah. So that's. Cool. That is it. That's an, um, that's an episode. Good job, guys. Are you going to put a wand in it right there? No, because this <laughs> is about... <laughs> they both died and not Harry Potter. Are we going to put... Mateo is, in it? Are we going to put Rufus' bike in it? We're going to sure. put a bookmark in it. Um, hey, next week, chapters. Uh, read part four. Yeah, read part four. Finish the book. Finish the book. Um, read along with us. Maybe cry along with us. Send us in your thoughts. Don't die along with them. Send us Don't in a... Along. Send us a um, kiss, Mary kill about us three. No, God, <laughs> no, God. Don't do that to our audience. Absolutely not. That's weird. But what I would like, wait, hang on. This is fun. No, no, this is fun. For any of our audience, for any of our audience members, please send us in a kiss, Mary kill for, for Rufus, oh, Mateo, and God. Peck. And, <laughs> it's Peck. Kill. No, and, and Lydia. Lydia. Okay. Rufus, Mateo, Lydia. Malcolm, Tago, and Rufus. Oh, that's also a good amount. Okay, yeah, the Plutos. No, okay, but yeah, uh, that's fun. Um, read part four. Read part four. Uh, thank you, Jacob Robinson, for the intro and outro of our podcast. Uh, it's a slap. It uh, is great. The tunes hit every time. Thank you to the Dowager Countess and Lord Crawley. <laughs> I was about to get there. For hosting us in Downton Abbey. promoting us. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then uh, thank you to uh, Maddie Moon for the wonderful artwork for the podcast thank you thank you um and as always remember the real friends were the books we read along the way wow and the travel we actually did it we did it right we did it's the first time we've done it right in a while yeah it's been 17 episodes i wanted to get us back to you know get us i feel like back to basics yeah i feel like we're kind of spiraling we we have lost form we need to stay true to form i'm kidding we've already cut at this point (laughs)